One second. Yeah. Whoa, I was surprised it didn't break the chair's back. This is Athenexus, episode 114, Self-Evident Problem, on Friday, February 14th, 2014. And now, Comcast makes great pens. This episode of Athenexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petcher. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? Doing well. Really? Yeah. How's your back? I heard you were working this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot I mean, of lifting, heavy uh, lifting. No, more my bum hurt more. Oh, sitting. Lots of sitting. A lot of sitting? A lot of training. A lot they of threw training. a lot of paperwork at me and with even more acronyms than I can acronize. That, that doesn't sound real in any possible way. No, there's a they got a ton of words for everything. And I'm like, oh, they so got to sort your DPS and put it next to your FPS. And I'm like, whoa, that can't be real. Like, if y'all don't think it's going to make sense, one day and on the job will be great for you. I'm like, okay, I can't wait for that day because... Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of mail sorting that you got. No, you you you're in charge of mail sorting, or how does that work? Okay, big fancy pants machines cost billions of dollars, and they spend billions more on getting more that sort magazines. That all sorts stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that can't be sorted, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that get sorted like intercontinental, like like right. you know th- th- local things, mm-hmm. and so you have residual mail. So there's some things that come pre-sorted, and that's why you see the mailman carrying three bundles with him. Right. Like you know how he has three stacks. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's never seen one stack, and it's allegedly in order for him already. And then he's got his residual mail that he's sorted, mm-hmm. and then he's got another stack that was sorted, but was sorted because it was flats. Like they're they're bigger. Like they got the magazines, mm-hmm. your first class, and then other like coupons and bulk coupons. So you will be sorting when you deliver. So, um, you you know how I'm just fancy being on probation. I've been I'm on probation for the next ninety days, and so I won't be sorting right away. That's good. Um, you might need to get used to it. Yeah. Um. And so they don't imagine that letters are be... hard to sort. Well, I mean, yeah. But... Addresses, you know, complicated. Did you know that the even sides are all on the same side? I thought they'd like alternate. You know, like uh, it linear depends thing. on cities and yeah, regions. I mean, it's just, just weird. Well, I mean, it depends on where you are. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. It is kind of weird. Um, but no, it is, I think I can do it. So now I, I, from what I've heard, you've been working in the big city. How is that? How do people like Minneapolis? I get the river. Rivers are cool. St. Paul has half the river. You can look at it quite as well from the other side. Well, and Minneapolis has the other half. Yeah. And it's better on our half. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't, I'm not really in Minneapolis much, if ever. The, the, the unacceptable density of cars and people is just atrocious. I don't really mind either. Because you don't transport yourself. You bus around. Yeah, and that's what, that's what I mean. I'm like, everybody should just be doing that. That's fine. It works great. But you have to live close to the, uh, the bus line in order for that to work out. Yes. Yeah. And I don't pre-approve of that. You don't, you don't pre-approve of the bus line, huh? Well, I, I, I for some, in some respects, I agree. It's... It's a little bit slower, but it's not too bad on the university routes. Yeah, but um, so by next week I take my little driver's test in the uh, LOVs, and I so, should be. So are you going to be driving one of the square style? I have to learn how to drive the square style stuff. Okay, so you're not using one of those like weird van things. Yeah, they're they're caravans, so they're identical to your dad's town and country. Okay, because I see um, a lot of those. Yes, and so that's because that's a left hand drive car. Um, what does that mean? You, you sit in the driver's seat. Okay. LOVs right, right, right. are on the other. Right, yes. And so there's a lot of places like Egan where there's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. And if there's any curbside delivery, you have to be in an LOV. Right. So you can do that. Mm-hmm. And so those get pushed out to the rural thing. Okay. So inner city gets updated first. So That's nice. I'll be in one of those cars that can't fit in most of the time. Man, you're going to hate that. Well, can you really I also hope I'm going to like like start like becoming But that that's not more... your problem. You're just too tall and too big. Like, it doesn't matter how thin a Norn gets, they're all huge. Well said, but I don't know. I I, I am so excited for these next couple weeks to come. Yes, well, um, that, that sounds good. Yeah, um, career or really? Well, my, my career is the same. I Apparently, I have work next week, so uh, blogging oh. and Computer oh. 201. Uh, how exciting. It's going to be terrible. But luckily, I am happy to say I lucked out of having to teach Excel for Mac again. So it's more uh, boring, but money in your pocket? Well, so I didn't teach Excel for Mac this session because nobody wanted to take it. And I am so happy because the the Macs that I have to teach on are crippled because they're running 10.4 or 10.5 or something. And they have Office 2002 yeah. for Mac. I mean, so 
the post office and their um, things, they're, I'm pretty sure they're still using Windows 2000, mm. but they still have Office 2010. That's insane. I don't know how that's possible. Which is nice. Yeah, it, it took a while to open the PowerPoints. <laughs> like, it took a long while. But they have nice wireless mice, and they have beautiful projectors, and that's all that matters. That That's that's really great. So I wonder, I wonder if, when they're going to upgrade. Yeah, it won't, 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 lever, won't work forever. I don't know about that. Um, so... I, I actually know nothing about their technology, and I'm never going to get an email or tech logins or anything, so I, I'm never going to... If I touch a computer, I, I'm probably going to get fired. So they had, they told me a lot of things I could do to just get fired. I'm sure you wanted to know about them, Your too. car rolls away while it's on, you're fired. That's pretty reasonable. If you're not in it, keys are out of it. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Well, they showed us a bunch of hilarious videos of drivers, like, stopping at a stop sign, or stopping at a gas station, and then the car backs out into the street again, because, like, they, they stop, like, they come mm-hmm. to a stop, and they just hop out, and they have their mail in their hands, and they're just fingering it real quick to find the last little things, throw it on the counter, and walk back out, car's gone already. Hmm. Well, probably shouldn't do that. Cool thing, in our Northland district, we have global talks with firefighters and other people, and such people who global can find... Talks. In our district, we can park in the fire lanes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so if I ever go to, like, uh, like Target and you know, they get the fire lane right in front of the mm-hmm. building. Well, the fire lanes are always in front of the building. I get to park in them. Well, that makes sense since you're yeah. delivering mail and we'll be there long. Yeah, that's how they figured it. Yeah, that's, it's quite reasonable. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that somebody has that, that kind of sense. No, oh, no. Park in the fire lane. I'm a rebel. I aren't you now. Huge rebel. Yes. Don't get fired, though. I... That's uh, if I don't get fired up, I'd be so happy. That's what I'm saying. Maintain that. So uh, I was told. So you know how I'm a probationary, probationary period. Mm-hmm. Um, so only I was told that only 66 percent of CCAs make it through that, and so, I found out that only one in ten actually gets fired. Okay, so I think you'll live. Well, most people quit. Because yeah, because like, it's a lot of work. Well, long days is what they're saying. Right, like a lot uh, of ten work. ten day ten hour days. Yes, ten days. day days. Ten ten ten. Turns Hats. out. No, it, it, uh, I'm almost guaranteed Sunday is off until December. And uh, Until December? What does that mean? Well, we're then, open. You, then you don't get Sundays off? Yeah. Okay. We deliver packages on Sundays now in December. And oh, we're, oh we're do you now? Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, every day of the week. Hmm. Well, you, you, you that should, must uh, be new. You should uh, mail more. I, I don't do that. Secure my job. Mm, not going to happen. It's over. Well, I found out that like all of the revenue becomes is because of that uh, UBBM, like uh, or the bulk mailing from businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you uh, are having fun there, and somehow made it down there to Minneapolis. I have to thank my dad for that. Mm-hmm. He drove me around. It's a it's a terrible place if you have to drive. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's a lot of news this week. Allegedly, I don't know why you don't believe me. My news holes were dry this week. That's because you didn't look very no. hard. No. I read from today's date back to last week's, and I found surprisingly little. Like, I didn't find a single thing that I found newsworthy. But yeah, because you only believe Domino's is newsworthy. That relationship is going to continue today. Well, uh, speaking of relationships, why don't we tell everyone where they can find the relationship of this episode to the website that we love? Hey, if you're trying to find our show notes, you can find it at thenexus.tv. That's actually right. Yeah. Ah, is. you know, when I say something, it's it's going to be wrong half the time. Half the time. Yeah, but yeah, uh, slash ATN 114. 114, huh? And we actually have done 114 shows. That's correct. Not yeah. some kind of weird minus one or plus one thing. I think it's... Uh, it's just literal. And that's the way we do it. You know, it's, it's uh, not even evaluated. Just a literal. So... <laughs> Let's begin with what we used to begin with in the early 70s. Well, that would be the Blackberry. That would be the Blackberry. 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 I'm getting Blackberry. a curve. That, that was a curveball I didn't expect. Well, with your new Blackberry curve, you can now chat with me anytime with the new Blackberry Messenger. You know, that one that was delayed like four times yeah, due I, to various reasons? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new Blackberry Messenger, and that is BBM2 for Android and iOS, and I presumably the Blackberry phones. Don't get it at all if you're not using one of those fancy pants BlackBerry 10 phones. It's in development. Yeah, it turns out. So the new BBM2 will be featuring revolutionary features. I just noticed them. What? They're on BlackBerry 10 OS? Mm-hmm. The, you're the, get the, the, the curve had seven. Yes, that's right. So there's two distinct platforms. And that's that's what I was saying. Like a BBM will not work on a <laughs> oh, BB7. No. Right, so you, you won't get features. But if you could get features, you would be getting the revolutionary BBM voice, which would be 
video and voice chat over, you know, 4G or 3G or whatever. The spam channels called BBM channels, basically, it's a way for businesses and consumers to learn about each other. So they say, it's basically just you put in your name into a channel and then you get ads and then maybe promotional items and deals and things. It's kind of cool, but I it's fake. And you also get a lot of other things that will uh, be updating um, attachments and uh, smiley faces and other such wonderful things. And it's actually available. This this update is not delayed. It's actually just available right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's, that's BlackBerry for you. That's the best product they can come out with. Mm-hmm. So you know how much we love Comcast over here. Like we all have Comcast. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a Comcast sales representative that has never sold a single thing, but I have Comcast pens that say I took them. <laughs> well, they don't say it. I just have them, and they're kind of they're nice pens. They got the like the, the they got the one side the where the clicker they're a twist pen, but they have the clicker on the back that's, that's nice. actually a stylus. It's got a little bubble thing, mm-hmm. so you can just like poke screens that are touchy, and you can write on the other side with the side that writes. They're great. So Comcast makes great pens. No, I'm sure they don't make them. But they do buy weird companies for $45 billion, like Time Warner Cable. $45 billion. $45 billion. I mean, you can get like 45 Instagrams. Yeah, or, or one T-Mobile. If it goes through. Yeah, if it goes through. So Time Warner Cable, what do you know about Time Warner? I don't know a lot about Time Warner. I, I know they don't compete with Comcast, so Allegedly. there won't be any no, cable. No, no antitrust no, problems, no. no. There's um, no competition apparently. No, no comp- they don't, they're not in the same market. Aren't they both cable providers? The FCC doesn't know that. It's got to get approved. But, don't worry oh, about oh, this. Oh, wait, oh, wait. So I was under the impression that it was called Comcast Cable. And since it doesn't say the word cable in their Xfinity. name. Xfinity. They might not actually have anything to do with cable. They're internet. They're, they're, not, they're, 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 not, they're not cable. They're not cable, right? Yeah. Okay, so just so you know, they totally are in competition. Comcast says they don't compete. At all. At all. For any reason. Ever. No. Not even on the outside. It. No, not even on the inside. No competition. <laughs> Do you think that's true? Because I don't believe it. you think that. it's going to get denied? Well, so what, what Comcast says is that TWC and Comcast don't compete in any regional areas. Indeed, they are both in the cable market, but in no region do they overlap. And I believe that's absurd because they could if they wanted to. They specifically don't, so they don't have to compete. Like, that's mm. it. it's kind of a self-evading problem. But that's what they're doing. Right. And they also say, Comcast says anyway, that, you know, this deal... You know, you should let it go through because it's going to be great for consumers. It's going to be better, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, because apparently Comcast also says pricing, it's not really likely to go down and it's not likely to even stop prices from going up. In fact, it might even cause prices to go up. Well, yeah, you just spent 45 billion. Yeah, oops. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of a problem. Hmm. So do you think it will get um, turned down? Well, it, it's going to get turned down is my guess. But I don't understand anything about paying 20% of what your acquisition cost suggestion was. Because in other cases and stuff, they had to pay money after it got denied. Right. Just for so, speaking of buying Time Okay, Warner. so in the T-Mobile deal with AT&T, the initial deal was that they were going to try to do the acquisition. And the deal was by letting us see all of your business records and for go- agreeing to be acquired you will get some percentage of some amount of money now if the deal even doesn't go through. And so it didn't go through. And because they had to reveal all this stuff, it, it's kind of a fair trade, I guess. And, well, I mean, you know, you can't just be... Yeah, you got competitors' up. book records, I guess. Right. So it's kind of a fair trade in some respects there. Uh, and, and look at what happened to T-Mobile thereafter, right? Mm-hmm. And so... That could be a cool thing if it were to happen to Time Warner, but I feel like it's doubtful, especially when I, I feel like the cable market is different than the wireless market because um, the FCC seems to have a much bigger... Um, well, their definitions actually apply to them. Uh, nope. Really? D- doubt it. Doesn't work that way? No, I don't think so. And I, yeah. I feel like there's a difference between wireless FCC rules and cable rules from the FCC. So we'll see if they, they, they stop that. But one of the things I tweeted is that... What happens if Time Warner becomes the T-Mobile of cable after this? It'll be the uncabled provider. I think that that's going to be better than uh, T-Mobile's jump. Like, it could... What could it be called, then? Roll. <laughs> I would call it roll. 
I don't think that's a good idea, but maybe. Well, after you jump off something, you, know, you roll to make the impact less deafening. Less deafening. Well, deafening. They could call it the next deafening. No, that sounds terrible. Or Doom. Um, so speaking of Doom, let's talk about Verizon. Verizon. Because they are a wireless provider who the FCC is not bothering lately. And really? Even though they should. The, the Verizon has decided to change its plans. Um, you might have heard of them. They're called the Share Everything Plans. Guess what they do? Share everything. That, that's right. They share everything. So let's say you have a family plan. You can buy four or two, four, six, eight, ten, or more gigabytes of data for some monthly fee. Well, and if you have a bunch of lines, so like you, you know, you have a family of four, you have four lines, you share that data. You share the minutes, and you all get unlimited text messaging because who counts those anymore? So the new deal is that those prices will go down by ten dollars. If you and if you use more than ten gigs, it'll go by, down by twenty dollars. So it's a good deal right there. And then you'll also get unlimited texting anywhere in the world. And the catch is that you have to be un- enrolled into the Edge upgrade plan, which costs ten dollars more, or mm. you know it costs differently, and you have to do different things. You have to buy your phone outright, or you have to f- sign the not contract contract to pay off your phone before you leave. Kind of deal. Now, what do you think the new plan is called? If it was share everything before, what could be better than sharing everything? SS. No, that, that's not how it works. I call it the SS program. What or secretive sharing. Secretive sharing. So it's cheaper sharing, and then it's secretive? I don't understand. Because you pay you... more. Okay. No, the, the, the incorrect answer. Try again. Family plan? Family plan? No, that was already done by a sprint. Try again. One more time. Last chance. I yield. Uh, well, the answer is more everything. Wow. If you already everything. have everything and you add more, what do you get? More everything. More apparently. everything. That, that's absurd. I'm not a big fan. Even more would have been better. Yes, actually, that would have been better. But T-Mobile is also changing some of their uh, plans and updating systems. So do you know their little jump program? Yes. Well, so when you sign up with Jump, you you you're kind of locked in for six months. Yes. Like, so you um, have you buy the phone or you, you do the not contract contract, and then you can't upgrade for six months. Which is fine for like, normal people. Even if you buy a Moto G, you don't want to upgrade in six months. No, um, unlikely. Yeah, but now I guess some people wanted it, and so now they're doing it. You can now buy, pay pay off the rest of it right away and you can um, pay off the balance of your phone and be done and upgrade within six months now. right so you can do it as many times as you want a year or in any period of time for for no additional fees or costs you just have to pay off the phone and or tablet tablet is They're that you get to tablets now wow yeah so we don't know how the tablet system will work that that goes into effect at the end of february but presumably they mean 4g 3g enabled tablets like iPads and Nexus 7s and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But not only that, I don't know how... Like, you don't tend to upgrade tablets nearly as often as phones, right? No. So, like, that's a kind of a weird system to enable uh, jump on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So, January. Big month for... Nothing. Guess who? Who? The PlayStation 4. PlayStation. Yes. Now, do you know Why? Why? Well, do you remember what happened over Christmas, over over the big holiday? Oh, PlayStations were more popular. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, guess what happened in January? It stayed the same. Mm. Also more popular. So much? Well, we don't have numbers because apparently Sony doesn't like putting numbers on paper, and nor does Microsoft. But apparently, due due to the way that retailers have, or whatever they told them, they say they have sold twice as many Xbox Ones sold during January. Wow. Twice as many. Now, that could mean very little or a lot, depending on who sold more. And Microsoft is sad, but they're touting instead that the Xbox One has sold more game units. Hmm. So, I guess that's an interesting trade-off. More units. Well, you can play some of the new games on the old one. Like, aren't... Can't you still... You can still buy 360 games. Yes, and you can still buy 360s, and you can still buy PS3s, and you can still buy PS3 games. Well, people still there's still new releases for the Xbox. Yeah, and there's still new releases for the PS3 too. Nah, so, I don't follow their ecosystem. So I I, I don't know. I, I think both have their merits, but I wonder if I think it's probably better to have a bigger uh, sales in games for right now hmm. because that's probably making you more money on the, uh, per unit sold than it is for uh, the Xbox or the PS4 itself because you know those margins are pretty low these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft's busy celebrating right now. Are they, they, are they really? have 200 million sales 
of Windows 8. How long did that take them? Only 15 months. Only 15. That's pretty good. 200 million. That's great. And don't don't compare it to their other numbers. Um, in the last 12 months, they had 240 million uh, Windows 7s. Well, that wasn't in the last 12, but it was in the first year of Windows 7. Mm-hmm. So that's a year, 240, or that's 15. That's pretty good, actually, because the, the, other, the odd operating system is always sucky. Windows 9 is going to be huge. Wait, so the odd operating system is always sucky. In even in an evil sense, yes. Okay, that that's right. So the evening operating system is is the one that's that's broken. So I don't think two hundred and two hundred forty is a big difference, and I don't think fifteen or twelve months is a big difference. That's three months different and a forty million difference. That's not a big deal. If your product is hitting two hundred million new devices in any time frame that isn't a decade, you're probably okay. I wonder how many XP sales there've been, and then how many illegal copies are still being used. I can do it too. <laughs> Wikipedia doesn't know, so I don't oh. know if anybody does. Honestly, they probably don't want to tell people that. Too high? Yeah, probably still too high. That That's right. Well, speaking of Windows 7, since it's still so popular, as we can all guess, Microsoft has decided to extend the, the purchasing window, how ironic that I capitalized that, for OEMs to pre-install on Windows 7 computers. So, in other words, for another year, until February 14th, 2015, what an arbitrary date, you can still, as an OEM, pre-install Windows 7, and that means obviously obtaining it and paying for the license. That means Microsoft is still selling it. You can pre-install Windows on computers, which means businesses will probably still be buying Windows 7 a year from now, because why buy Windows 8? When, when you, you can buy have Windows something 7. you can use. Yes, exactly. Um, like, so we had the Metro interface on the... Uh, I set it up for the students who are idiots pile of people. Like, uh, they just go right into the line. And when you turn it on, you can't find the desktop. That's funny. Did you hide the tile? That, that's really funny. Well, instead of hiding it, like on mine, I removed everything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't I didn't play the removal game. So no. you get news. Right. Lots of different types lots, of news. Lots and lots and of news. ads. Yeah, I know. Those ads are egregious. That word again? Yes, that word again. People these days. Mm-hmm. And Barnes & Noble these days. So they're doing well, right? Yes. So the, their, their tablet sales were doing terrible. And so they pulled them for a little bit. But then they said, like, I don't know, it was, I don't know how long ago it was, but we were talking about how they were going to figure it out. Yeah, I think that was last November. Yeah. Yeah. And so their team has been hard at work. Have they? Up until today. Yeah. And recently. What, what happened? Uh, complete layoffs. Complete layoffs. Yeah, so they're... They're pretty decimated right now. Um, <laughs> Their entire Nook engineering staff. We don't gone. know how many people that was. Well, it's probably this, less than Dell's fifteen thousand layoff. Well, obviously, but it's still gone. That you can't have new Nooks now. Yeah, it's, unless it's a rebranded Fire. It's pretty bad. I mean, at this point, why not just sell Fires? So, so I guess. So here, here's what Barnes & Noble has to say. Um, We've been very clear about our focus on rationalizing the Nook business and positioning it for future success and value creation. As we have aligned Nook's cost structure with business realities, staffing levels in certain areas of our organization have changed, leading to some job eliminations. We are not going to comment specifically on those eliminations. Core development. So we don't know how many people were laid off, and we don't know from what areas... But it, it might not have been all of the engineering staff, but it was probably most of them. Maybe one person survived. I don't even know if Nook is going to come out again. And uh, according to uh, representatives' uh, response to this Verge article, the layoffs had taken place, but the hardware staff in the Palo Alto laboratories have not been affected. So I guess it's okay that most of them were laid off, but bad that not all of them were. Because now you're giving those people false hope, and it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of sad things, and this is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty sad. This is a bad world that the world has developed into. Firefox. It is what carved the internet from stone twelve years ago. It, it freed mm-hmm. us from the Internet Explorer tyranny. Guess what's happening? What's happening? They're getting ads directly included from the browser mm-hmm. into Firefox. Wow. So does that mean mean they're hurting for money? Does that mean they're so desperate? Everyone's doing it these days. No, I don't know about that. I mean, if, if, when you ask Google, how's the ad business? They say, mm, it's good. It's because they're hiding behind a $300 coffee mug. 
Well, it, it's probably because it's actually terrible, and that's what the ad market is like. So Firefox, in their desperation, will soon be including ads within the browser. They won't be just on pages and just in the middle of nowhere, though. They'll be on the new tab page. So when you open a new tab... And honestly, I wouldn't mind that. That's probably Because I wouldn't okay. use it. Right. I, I would just go... I don't know what I would... I would set about blank. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. Or make my own new tab page. I could do that. I I know how to code things, I guess. So Microsoft, and by Microsoft, I totally mean Mozilla because Mm. they both start with M's. Yeah, they do. They do. do. I can't complain about that. Um, They're calling this new ad on the new tab page a directory tile, which is probably why I thought Microsoft in my mind because, you know, tile tile interface. Now, the directory tile will be highly curated. So it'll be ads that are from partners specifically and handpicked by Mozilla, I guess. And it will try to target local things, if possible. Now, we don't know how it's going to target you specifically, so if it's going to track what sites you go to and what items you look at around the web, or if it'll be more like, you're using Firefox, so you're already a certain type of person. We don't know how it's going to work yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. So... 2013 is the year. The month is August. And we get Nexus 7 tablets and Android 4.3. The last jelly bean. It was a great day. It was so long ago. And Verizon caught up today. Um, they they are now going to start having support for the Nexus 7. Like, uh, their testing is finally done. Like, because uh, their rigorous network requirements were so strenuous. Oh, I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean strains were just strung so far and months and months went by of testing they finally approved it on verizon you can get a new nexus 7 yes with lte from verizon which means you'll have great coverage everywhere but you'll be paying a thousand dollars per year so you have and it's already old why buy now why buy now honestly but isn't that great so what we have four months until maybe the next august well, I mean, it's probably it may or may not be a next uh, a year to year deal. So, like, IO would be the next reasonable time to have a new Nexus Seven. So, like, that's four months away from now. It's February, so it it'll be May. Hey, June. Our books are still selling the first gen. Well, right. So the next possible time is four months away. Why buy now? And what was Verizon doing this entire time? They had early access. Testing. To, they had Testing. Early, they had early access. It's unlike any other tablet. Those those Wi-Fi bands are unknown. Uh huh. Is that is that is that how it works? For testing purposes. I don't know about that. Google has rolled out a new version of Google Search voice commands. Guess what they do now? Voice search. Well, so if I wanted to call my mom, I would say, "Okay, Google, call Chris," because her name is Chris. And that's weird because I have other people in my contacts that are also named Chris, like people I know on campus. And so it would have to ask me which one of those two people I wanted to call. And that's kind of annoying. But now Google voice commands are getting smarter. They can now be specified to set a relationship with a certain person. So if you had a brother, you could say, call my brother. Or if you had a sister, call my sister. Or in this case, okay, Google, call mom. And it would bring up her contact card and it would just do it. So that's why I don't have Michelle in my context. I have mom. And I have, instead of Tim in my context, I have dad. Yeah, but I... I call dad. Call mom. It's an older feature. You can set whatever you want. No, but that's incorrect. Those aren't no, their people's no. names. Uh, yes, there are. No. To me, they are. And they're my contacts. This is this is not even a feature. But it is. It's, it is a, it's featureless. It is a stupid and annoying, worthless feature. I think it's great. I'll never use it personally. I never call people, ever, for any reason. <laughs> so you're promoting something <laughs> that you think will be great. when you That I'll never okay. use? Yes, that is correct. That's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you remember the Chromeboxes from last week and how we had millions were, of them? There were like 12 yeah, 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 different yeah. Chromeboxes. And then everyone's got their own ones. I'm I'm totally buying one, mostly because I have the boatloads of the money now. That's not what I thought you were going for. I thought well, you were going to say, I'm releasing one too. <laughs> Should uh, I'll, I'll I'll contact my hardware de- developer partners. You mean you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I might partner with uh, VMware. Oh, are you? Oh, well, that's what Google does, and they are going to find a way to bring your Windows apps to your Chromebox via the cloud. So, do you know what that means? I get SkyDrive. I hope. I don't think that's what that means. Now, so do you remember OnLive? Do you remember that? So OnLive was a gaming service that basically used computers out in the cloud, and you could play computer games via stream. So you could not own a GTX 
Titan. They could own it, and then you could stream the game from some server farm, and then you would see a really nice picture, right? So it, all the controls would just be sent over the internet, and the latency was a big factor, but it looked great because it was just being streamed. It wasn't being done locally. So on Live went on to make Office available, so instead of streaming a game, it would stream Office. Hmm. So it's kind of like that in a way. So VMware is basically making this into a desktop as a service platform and Google is going to include this in in enterprise Chromebooks I guess. Well, so we saw the the Chromebook where you have a mic and a right. webcam. Mm-hmm. And that would be great if you had your PowerPoints from Singapore brought up. Exactly. And you can't do fancy pants PowerPoints in a Chromebook or a Chromebox. I blame Intel for that. Because... They're Celerons. But they're Celerons. I'd like to see you try opening Excel or PowerPoint on a Celeron. Not going to happen. Oh, it will. Oh, wait. Something will melt, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're already many. web streaming. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because you need an i7 to stream alone. You do. You do. For that video compression. I, it is true. I, I needed an i7 to stream, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a really great deal. And so just imagine the timing for this, too. Like, Google's probably working on this for a while, getting this, you know, implemented and feature-ready, because XP expires in April. So imagine companies trying to look for, you know... A cheap solution. A cheap solution, mm-hmm. a new method. They still have the same apps, but now they're virtualized and being streamed down to them. I think that's great. All that this requires, though is a huge pipe. And I wonder if a lot of businesses have pipes that would be sustainable for doing this in real time. So my mom works from the house on Fridays pretty often. And our upspeed and our downspeed are so low that she has a really hard time doing real-time tasks through, you know, Mm. a virtualization system. So that's why we're getting better internet. Better internet. But, you know, it's a a, a concern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Google Fiber... Well, I've heard of it. That's the solution to the aforementioned concern. Yeah, 20 years, we're not going to have internet problems. No, no, because we'll be, I'll be using a gigabit or better, right? I don't know how far beyond gigabit. I know that's what people said 10 years ago, but... Why why stop at 10 gigabits? Well, to your house. Like I said, why Saturated stop? Saturated how? You know, four 4K is the next step, but there's 8K and 16K right after. You know... They're going to have new eyes first. <laughs> Just plug in the eyes. Well, Google... Through the USB port in your skull. Google only has Google Fiber rolled out in three places in the world because, you know, it takes time. But one gigabit is not enough for Google anymore. They're working on the technology to deliver 10 gigabit rollouts for Fiber in the future. In Minneapolis? Nope. St. Paul? Nope. Oh, where? Yeah, never. Oh. In, uh, probably some farmland somewhere. It's picking farmlands. You know, and that's probably for the best because... No infrastructure. No infrastructure. You can just dig up the ground and then put a road on top of it. You don't have to deal with it. And honestly, that might be better. Then people can build new things there and it would become non-farm thereafter. (laughs) You're terrible. Why? Yeah. So I'm talking about Google. Um, So you know how they had this kind of a problem with oracle and licensing and mm-hmm. some other stuff you know that and uh don't 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 forget to check the range yeah. that problem and their whole sdk thing mm-hmm. uh, so that they've updated their google play license agreement and other things and the agreement for android 3.0 and up stuff so you can't build an sdk on top of android itself like you can't make a new sdk you have to use theirs um and you it ha- anything you build has to have gmail and google plus and chrome and free. all those other you know yeah. googly apps current R- currents exactly that piece I mean, of crap if i was gonna reskin some currents would be the first it would be the first thing i would de-skin really yeah yeah by yeah, d- eliminating purge it. yes so let, let me let me just clarify a little bit so during the oracle versus court battle uh, oracle versus google court battle a copy of the mobile application distribution agreement for Android 3 leaked. And I guess that just leaked recently, and I don't know, I didn't know that this court battle was still going on, and it's absurd that it is, but great that it did. Because the last time that we had seen this agreement was for Android 1.1. So in, in between two and a half years, it evolved. And obviously, we have a newer agreement now that's in effect for OEMs. So what this gr- agreement does is that it insists upon certain things for people who include Google Play on their device. So, for example, Samsung says, Google, we want to put Android on this phone. Okay, we also want Google Play on it now, too. 
you know, the App Store and all of the Google Play services that somehow Umbrella, Gmail, Google Plus, Chrome, Currents, and all those other things. So the Android 3 version of this agreement uh, insists that those apps can't be modified in any way, that ads cannot be inserted for any reason or even near them, that an SDK cannot be built on top of those apps and not be built on top of Google Play in addition to Google Play. So in other words, you can use the Google Play SDK, but you can't use the Samsung SDK for Google Play. You can't do that. That's unacceptable. I don't think that's fine. It's not too limiting. That's. I don't think it's a big deal, but it's, uh, it's kind of interesting that Google has... So it's not just these things. It's a bunch of others. Um, but it's just interesting that Google has such a fine-grained... I don't know, control problem for the Google Play interface. But in some regards, I think that's fine too. Yeah. Because the services are really what make Android fantastic. It's not necessarily the OS. Like, on an OS level, it's the same as anybody else, really. It's the new yeah. Windows. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Hey, you know Lenovo? You've heard of them. Um, yes. Uh, they were just sold by Google and purchased by... Wait, Lenovo, they purchased Motorola, which was sold by Google. So the Lenovo CEO had said that they will be able to cut the losses of Motorola in just a few quarters by bringing Motorola's low-end phones to China mobile. Is that so? Send them to China. They're great over there. Wait, so you're telling me that they're going to sell the Moto X in China? That expensive phone? They're low-end ones. Hmm. Will they make a low-end phone? Moto Gs. Not low-end enough? Mm. Um, what, What could they do? Moto Bs. You know, those Moto Bs are almost good, but the Moto, Moto A. A. <laughs> I knew it. Well. No, a few quarters, and uh, Motorola will be profitable again. Well, and making CEO the big monies. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I hope it does. Uh, you know, and I, and I think it might, because the guy who was running Motorola, Dennis Woodside, do you know him? No. We talked about him a couple weeks ago. When he this... talked to us. Personally, I don't think that actually happened. He took out his BlackBerry Curve and he said, hi, you guys. That did happen, actually. So another surprise is that... Slander alert. Yeah, we're not doing that ever again. So Dennis Woodside was the CEO of Motorola and then it was suddenly acquired by Lenovo. So it's kind of weird that Lenovo has a CEO and then you acquire a company that also has a CEO. What happens? The CEO's fight to death. Well, that's not what happens. Which, Either the the one that's acquired just not isn't a CEO really anymore, or they leave, and that's exactly what happened. Dennis Woodside is departing from Motorola. He's no longer going to be the CEO of Motorola. Hmm. Guess what he's going to though? Google. No, that would actually be really funny because he originally worked at Google before he worked at Motorola. Back to Google. Back to Google. No. Don't tell me Yahoo. How did you know? That's not what I was going to say. Oh, it's easy. Uh, actually, Dropbox. Uh, that's not what i was expecting either i was expecting somebody else now i don't know what position he's going to be taking at dropbox but it's not going to be ceo that's somebody else who already works there um i i I don't i don't know uh we'll see what he does there i don't really know much about dennis woodside as an engineer so unless he does like some kind of marketing or financial management or something i don't know what he's going to do Mm mm-hmm so, do you know Apple's Mac Pro? I have heard of Apple's Mac Pro. So, you know how it's really expensive? By a lot. And there shouldn't be that many people buying them. Like, you know, maybe a few thousand oh, every, every month. Some people did buy four, yes. You know, got to have a stack. Well, apparently Apple is now having a supply problem. Demand has caught up so much. There's so much demand, supply can no longer meet it. That means they're raising the price? No, in fact, actually, it means shipping dates have slipped pretty harshly. Ooh. So, you know, a one-week or two-week shipping period, probably okay for Mac Pro, right? You know, yeah. it's it's a kind of a big product. You'll make it up as soon as you have those twin Xenons. You, you, you will. The, the Xenons, right? Xenons. The twin Xenons. Xenons. I don't, I don't know if that's that's exactly what, it, what goes on. You have, like, 24 cores in there. It doesn't matter how long it takes to get to you. It'll make it up in a day. Yeah, it'll go so fast, it'll go back in time to fix it. Exactly. Well, it, unfortunately, even twin Xenons with 24 cores each turbo-clocked will not make up for the new shipping dates. They have slipped to April. It's not... It's next month. No, no. Next month is March. Uh... Oh, April. Wow. It's... It's it's not... It's... It's month and a half or two. Yeah. Depending on when in April it, it, it actually catches up again. And... How fast do you get the Chinese knockoffs? Even if you do, they won't be Xenons. They'll be, uh... Cortexes. Cortana, Cortana, Cortana. Uh, I believe we tried that again. Now, there is one thing to say about this, though. In three months, 
if this continues, it'll be June by the time they catch up again. So if this continues and there is a continuous delay, that's really bad. Um, you you probably haven't read much of the, I don't know, revenue breakdown. But you know, Mac Pros don't make much money in terms of the Mac department. They only made 11% of the money. So it's not a big deal that they're not there. But 10%, 11%, it's still a chunk that you might want. So if supply can't catch up, it's bad in the long run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last week there was something I wanted to put in main topics, but I didn't. Um, it was a California-level bill only mm-hmm. that would require a kill switch. In yes, and you know phones. about mobile devices and the inability to kill them. But that is a huge limitation, but I was willing to accept that to protect my freedoms. Um, but no, there's this, I don't want T-Mobile to be able to delete everything no, on my I don't, phone. I don't want that either. And there's a, now, this isn't a little Californian thing, because Californians always had stupid laws, like, oh, this, this plastic bottle actually Cancer. has double, triple polyurethane urine in it, and you're not allowed to drink urine in our state. And, <laughs> well, that happened. And, like, they always had stuff like, oh, you have a gun, you can't have that, because it has, like, 11 shots in it worth of capacity. So, if it's not a... this is a federal bill. Okay, so it's a federal bill. This is a big shot. This is, like, uh, you know... So, it's it's real, and it's huge. Yeah, and our uh, Minnesota senator is... Klobuchar, uh, I believe. Klobuchar, yeah. Yeah. Uh, She is leading, or one of the leading collaborators on the bill, and the bill basically mandates a kill switch be required from manufacturers to kill a phone. They don't say how that would be implemented, which is, of course, the thing that we all are concerned about. So imagine the so all the all the bill says, I guess, is the bill would require smartphones to be equipped with both a kill switch and the ability for consumers to remotely wipe their personal data from a stolen or lost device. Well, many people already offer that service. Now, Apple offers the remote wiping system. And Android, like, Android is a third party app. Or... Android now on four and above offers Google Play wiping. So if you have Google Play, as yeah. we you know mentioned, um, they can remotely wipe you now. It's. It's pretty much well integrated. I don't know what Windows Phone has in the ways of this, but you'd assume Microsoft in their enterprise market would have some kind of insanely great. They only have like presidents and people using them. So. I mean, honestly, if you have a BlackBerry, you drop it. It's self wiping. Like nobody's gonna. Oh, they're it. pretty bulk. You could kick them around. You could play hockey. Yeah, with them. okay. I, I mean, don't... they're Canadian designed. They're hockey. Puck like if shape. you have a BlackBerry, you can't get a thief to take it. See works it, it's not it's different but what i'm saying is so the remote wipe ability so it just mandates that you have the ability to remote wipe fine that's okay but the kill switch is the implementation concern so imagine if your carrier had the ability to kill switch you that would be terrible and then one punk kid just or one of their employees just finds it fun to start kill wiping. switching people the phone's nuked it's so, terrible or yeah. imagine if the government wants to nuke your phone that's also terrible. Just like they want to turn off your car or now, something. Now, there's alternative ways, so it, it doesn't rely on a specific carrier. It's just any device that has, or let me rephrase, it's a device and then any carrier that has signal access to that phone could initiate the remote wipe sequence. How does that work? I don't know how that works, but phones can roam. Like, you can always initiate a 911 call, regardless. Yeah. There should be no difference in that sense. And then it should only be something that a user can initiate. Like, there's nothing a carrier can do if you don't have a code or some other means of identifying yourself. It shouldn't be done. But it's perfectly fine to say once you've wiped it to tell the carriers it can never be activated. Like, I want my MAC address to never... Like, if I lose this and I wipe it, there should be something where you could say, hey, AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, and all these other people actually... Mostly just no, but what I'm saying is you shouldn't have to tell the carrier to block the access. It should be something that you initiate. Yes, personally through a portal that has nothing to do with the carrier. Should not rely on carriers. Carriers are bad. What I really wanted was the carriers never to be able to use that MAC address ever again. Well, I don't want somebody to be able to use the phone after I've lost it. I can lose the right. data. Yeah, but I just as soon as the data's gone, because you want to make the incentive of stealing it to be exactly zero. right. Then exactly, that's the point. Cell of the phone crime switch. is on the rise. Like um, in St. Paul, the numbers were released recently. What about Minneapolis? <laughs> oh, those are just, too many bodies are, in the river. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I don't want carriers to be involved because it's dangerous. The, the, so imagine we have a Nexus Five. You have a Nexus Four. Who? What carrier would be in control of my kill switch? T-Mobile? What if I switch to AT&T? It's going to be a different system. It's absurd. The kill switch should either be implemented at the OS level so that 
Android takes care of it, or whoever you buy the phone takes care of it from the manufacturer, or it's some other service that does it somehow, because it's absurd to have just the carriers figure it out. They can't do it. Yeah. So uh, what do you think the likelihood of something like this passing? I'm worried about it. I think it might be 50-50. Uh, I hope somebody shoots down. So it hasn't gotten to the house yet, so you know everything just... It takes time. It I takes mean, a lot of time. I mean, this could be a 2016 and I don't thing. know how many people are actually working on the bill. I only know that uh, there are, I think, four, 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 yeah. four, four, four senators. So it'll probably be a few months until it gets further along. But, but the main point of this, California started it, everyone jumped on the hipster train again. I'm okay with that. That's fine. No, the hipster training. How many times have there been like, oh, California's done this first, and now it's time to implement okay. everywhere, because so, we're so, hipsters. So there's that. But CTIA is, I, I don't know, they, they stand for something. Don't worry about it. But they had a different idea. And what they wanted to do is, rather than implementing a kill switch with a technical implementation on every phone, they simply wanted to make, now I, I, I'm just quoting what this says, to... Enact legislation to criminalize tampering with mobile device identifiers. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. So you I have ha- no idea. Do you know what an IMEI is? You know that little sticker you peeled off? Oh, sure. Day one? Day one. I had it for nine months and you peeled it off in hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's an IMEI or something, and that's the identifier for that device. That's how the network. Better not require external identification. Well, no, but in case for some phones you have to register that. So, like, if you brought that phone to Verizon to get 4G or LTE, you'd have to put that number into the system. Uh, but they do it in about phone. Well, and on T-Mobile, we we have SIM cards, so it's just done over the air, so no problem. So, what what CTIA wanted would be to criminalize tampering with mobile ad- device identifiers, so that even if the phone was stolen and then blocked, you could just change the number. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want criminalizing of changing device identifiers to be criminalized i should be able to change my device's identifier whenever i want to furthermore they wanted to make a stolen device database to give law enforcement the ability to look up phones recovered and then find out who they could be returned to they can already do that by viewing the contacts yeah it's a well-known fact so if you if you have a pin on any device law enforcement have tools to break the pin mm-hmm. instantaneously as soon as you see the contact history and see like Oh, you've been talking about shrooms. Yeah, we'll go bring your phone back too. And we'll also give you a pair of free cuffs. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they can already get into your phone for any reason. I didn't do it on purpose. It happened. And we're going to say that I accidentally clicked something too. That's fine. And, uh, well, well yeah. if you say it's fine, then I, yeah, I actually did it for real. Good. So I, I said I was going to review my Bluetooth keyboard this week. Have you used it? I have, but I'm not. More reviewing. data collection? Well, Gotta wait till next April. my batteries ran out. Caitlin began custom making our pizzas, 9.56 p.m. Okay, great. I can't believe it's that early. Now, so I'm just saying, so what are you doing next week? Um, driving a right-hand drive vehicle um, around the streets of Minneapolis. It's in Texas in Minneapolis. Mm. So I'm driving an unfamiliar vehicle that is huge in the sense of it's not what I'm used to. Um... Yeah, so as long as I don't, in the exact words of the person who's going to be doing my test, if I don't scare the bejesus out of them, I'll pass. Good. So do you get multiple chances to pass, or is it just a one-time no. or fail? Um, so they've already invested quite a bit into training me. I get paid regardless if I get fired now. So okay. I've, I've gone through the paid training and stuff. I'll just retest. Okay, that's um, good. And so the test is three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the only last little bit is actually the testing, and I don't even know if it's a formal test. Mm-hmm. It's mostly about familiarizing the vehicle, and the guy points out all scenarios when you have to worry about killing somebody. Right, then that makes perfect sense. Well, what I'm doing next week is, I don't think I have any midterms, but I do have a lab, so it'll be my first lab. Is Sam assign- in your lab? Uh, is he your lab partner? Are you partners? <sighs> Do you have a fake partner yet? I wanted to have a fake partner. I want. He came into class one day and said, "Hi, I'm going to sit here for today." And I said, "Great, you can be my fake partner." I'm so happy. Now he's my real partner. Maybe I don't know. Like he asked me, "Do we need partners for this class?" And I said, "Yeah, but I'm not going to have one if I don't have to." And he says, "Yeah, you know, the last time we were partners, you did all the work." And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> well, so my first assignment is, is is assigned next week, and it's it's um. Writing a Java-based operating system simulator thing? I don't understand what I just said either. It has something to do with scheduling. 
in an OS. That's it. That's all I know. That's all he told us so far. And it's in Java, by the way. Uh, so that that's next week. I'm also going to be on our favorite podcast next week, Control Structure. Control Structures, yeah. You had to think about that. Uh, I, I thought, like, wow, 5 by 5 is actually calling on you, their most <laughs> dedicated at tweeter. Well, actually, I was retweeted by Dan yeah, the other right. day. Uh, so and Marco's uh, some he's retweeted. I don't think he's retweeted, but he's replied. Replied yeah. is the word. Mm-hmm. So, so they know of you. They they do. They know that you're just fanning them. No, luckily, luckily they have not clicked on the Nexus link. Why? Instant copyright infringement. <laughs> no, the Verge people. If Paul Miller did, and all the other Virginites, five by five is better. <laughs> okay, so where can we find you on the internet? Um. So until one and one takes it away, I think you could find me at MatthewPutcher.com where you can see my very outdated picture of myself. Have you seen it recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, cue it. Oh, here. I forgot yeah. I can do this. I can't do it. No, you're not the Matthew Petrel. Never mind. Oh. Nope, still wrong. There we go. There we go. Wow, that's a dark picture. You need to get that fixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no lab coat. I'll be... I'll be better. Oh yeah, look at that fuzzy head. And then the Nexus I know, right? And then it'll even, uh, if I can get the handle, it'll even be responsive. Look at that; it just reflows. That's so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. And of course, you can find me everywhere, just about, especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar, and of course on the Google Plus, which is where I post show notes throughout the week. Incidentally, I post show notes there, but then I don't put them into the doc until 20 minutes before the show. That's kind of a weird thing. No, I don't even, I don't, I didn't, this week I didn't even add. But you read about it. Maybe. I, I, I didn't even, so the last week, the, like this last one was, I read about the California thing. I didn't hear about any of this. This, this, my radar dropped ha- both balls on it. I couldn't find anything, like dopplering around and this, this nothing pinging back. It and... only happened in the first couple of weeks. I mean, days of this week. I don't know. I don't know. All I read was a bunch of nothing this week. Well, that that's except okay. for the Comcast and Time Warner acquisition, it's a big deal. That was the it's only developing. two things. I didn't hear anything about PlayStation or Blackberries or Nook and Nights doing stuff. I did hear the Firefox thing because you know I like. It's you. absurd, right? Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, I think that's all we have for this week. Yeah, and we're gonna go talk to Caitlin. Yeah. Okay. Have a good one. Why do you have a problem with that? Uh, did you just put a marker in? No. Oh, okay. I was typing when, when you go, it's normally because you're going to use it for some terrible purpose. What did you do? Yeah, I saw that. It looks nice. Yeah. It's a much better picture than my sweaty and ragged mane hair from SPPS. Mane hair! Uh, mostly to say, ha, ha, ha. You were paying me nothing, but now I have made more in a week. Ah, you're all losers. Gloating, gloat, gloat, gloat. Gloat. Ernie. Bailey, we still be like, this is our 363 <laughs> show. But here's a joke for you. It's actually our 364th episode. All right, speak now. No, just say just say the thing. Okay, it's it's done. You're you're in the show. <laughs>